Charlie, the Bulldogs have got two flags now. That was two years ago, mate. Get over it. If you think we'll be insightful, clever or just when we search, we're here to say that's not the case. We'll just go out and wing it. We are two guys, one cup. It is Wednesday, the 25th of July. This is Two Guys, One Cup, an AFL podcast. My name is Charlie Clawson. Yes, back again. Uh, on my own, uh, well, not on my own necessarily, <laughs> we have a special guest. Uh, Michael Chamberlain has been filling in the last two weeks, but this was the guest I originally wanted for last week. Got too busy. Got bumped. Uh, we got bumped, <laughs> only because of my schedule, not because of any lack of talent. Uh, it's Alex Williams. Hello. How are you, mate? Yeah, good after this week. Now, people might know you as uh, Julian Assange from Underground, the Julian Assange story. Kurt Pengeli. Pengeli? Pengeli. Pengeli? You should know. I, don't know. I do know. I do know. I just had to say it with a question mark because I was like, oh, I don't want to get onto that. Yeah, Pengilly. Kurt Pengilly. What, what other real life uh, famous people have you played? Uh, I played Paul Onions. In the, Paul Onions? Who's that? He was, in, he was the guy who came back, uh, who originally got hunted by Ivan Milat. Oh, yeah, skates, that's right. I remember came that. back. Yeah. Uh, did a bit of that. Um, and a few other two-part telly movies that tend to uh, just little bits and pieces. Did a bit in the Chopper one recently, which yeah, is Yeah, right. Cute. So you're the go-to bio I've guy done six in, in Australia. Six years. So um, yeah, yeah the two right. parts. The two parts have been keeping me going, <laughs> to be honest. But more importantly than that, you are an AFL fan. We uh, met and chatted at a function a couple of weeks ago. Um, you're a listener to the show. Yeah, yeah. I've been listening since the since the start. Oh, you poor bastard! I know. I know. <laughs> well, I guess when you listen to it, you're like, I could do that show. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes you might be intimidated. Like, Going oh, on like I was gonna I was, I was texting my girlfriend this morning saying, Oh, I'm a bit nervous about it and then I had to think and I went, No, nah, actually I think I'm alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be okay. I mainly talk about haircuts and footy anyway. Now so we but... talked a lot about footy a couple of weeks ago. One of the reasons I wanted to get you on the show is I think you have an interesting football journey. So you grew up in Perth? Yeah, I grew up in Perth, uh, in Sorrento. Right. Um, so big West Coast Dockers rivalry. Yeah, but you weren't a Western Australian team supporter, were you? No, I was sort of. I was from a family. Dad went for West Coast, and I've got two brothers. Right. Older brother, younger brother. Yeah. And it was one of those things. Everyone wanted to go for a different, different team. So my older brother is an Adelaide supporter. I was a. I grew up as a Richmond fan. Yep. And my little brother was a North Melbourne. Uh, supporter. But there's so, a twist in the tale. There is. No there pun is. intended. Well, you the, were a Richmond fan, but yeah. then what happened a few years ago? Well, I sort of graduated university, acting school, and then I was moving to Sydney, and you was going to be moving to Sydney. And um, and they announced the new team, the Giants were coming in. I was a massive fan of of just the AFL. I was a, I was a big Richmond fan, but I like it was really tough going. <laughs> like, they just... They were the most frustrating team, mm. you know. They would just win games they shouldn't. Would you they say were, they were Richmondy? They were. They were so <laughs> in the peak. They were peak Richmondy. Yeah. Anyway, so I went. Look, I'm a bigger fan of AFL than I am of Richmond. I never yeah. got to see their live games. I was going. You know, I want to. You know, be a part of uh, an actual club. So, you know, when they announced it, I went. Uh, you know, went onto the website. You could register your 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 interest, and you'd get like they'd send you like a picture with. Kevin Sheedy with a jumper with your name on the back. Right. And it was back then, it was like red, white and blue, you know, yeah. so I've still got that old thing. And oh, is that, is that right? So the GWS originally was red, white and blue? Yeah, red, white and blue originally. And oh. then they, when they were picking the colours, they Did had... Did they not like, did they just dismiss like the Bulldogs as being like <laughs> no. in the competition? I think, I think that was just their idea. I think the Suns had a similar I mean, that is pretty poor... Like, research on the part of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. the club marketing. It's like, oh, we'll make our team brown and gold. Surely there's no other team with those yeah, colours. Exactly, exactly. Um, they were just, yeah, it was, it was an interesting one. And then they kind of, they went from, you know, they came down to the, apparently it came down to the two colour schemes. So they always had the G and the, and the grey yeah. or the charcoal. And, um, and then they had, they had this like lime green yeah. colour yeah. and then the orange. And then yeah. they went with the, the burnt orange. 
Yeah, Ben, <laughs> I mean, look, when it comes to your 70s palette, like yeah. burnt oranges are more preferable to lime, I assume. But let's go well, The back. lime just came, went in with the, you know, the, I think they were just like, you just look like the field. You know, like, they just, <laughs> yeah. you know, no just hide on the you. floor, yeah. jump up and run and take the mark. So let's yeah. just rewind a little bit back to your Richmond supporting day. So I'm always fascinated by this. Um, when you grow up in a family where uh, people go for different teams, because in my family, you're a Saint supporter or you're out of the family. Like yeah, there was right. a brief period when I think I was six years old that I defected to Melbourne right, for right, right. a couple of weeks. And, you know, my father basically disowned me. And then, you know, like the prodigal son, I returned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good though. I'm glad I didn't defect longer term because I don't know I would have had, you know, I would have just had just oh, as much heartbreak mate, yeah, being absolutely. a demon supporter. Absolutely. I mean, you couldn't have picked a worse place to go. But how, so in your family, your dad was we were, an well, eagle. Because eagle, Eagles supporters are fairly parochial, right? Like my brother, yeah. my sister... Uh, lives in Perth. She's married uh, to a guy from Perth. He's an Eagles supporter. His son's an Eagles supporter. I think, I don't know about his daughter. I assume she's an Eagles supporter, but they're very parochial. It's easy to go for the Eagles there because they win a lot. Yeah, th- and it's like the Collingwood of the West. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, it's it's that thing, you know, we'd go down to the, you know, on a Saturday or a game day at, you know, the local supermarket or whatever and yeah. all the checkout People had the scarves on the hat. Yeah. Like it's it's like that there. It's, it's so like go, a, at, a pri- it's like, at um, primary school when you're Friday night lights. You yeah. know, everyone's got the thing. Yeah, it's right. all blue and it's like. You so, know. so at primary school when you rock up and everyone's wearing their Eagles colours and you've got your Richmond scarf on or your uh, Dale Waitman, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dale Waitman uh, trading card. Fortunately guard. not. Yeah. I mean, are you like ostracised? Uh, I mean, give me a playground statistics. What percentage of Eagles? Yeah, are- so it was it was it was pretty. I mean, because it's it's Perth and you've got, you know, Fremantle's not that far away. Yeah. And a lot of people would come from Fremantle. So it was it was usually about sort of what you would say, you would say sort of like 40% Eagles fans, 30% um, Dockers. Dockers fans, and then 30% everyone else. You yeah, see a lot right. of other Guernseys floating around. So. Really? Yeah. Cause yeah, I- a lot of Richmond fans, a lot of big clubs, a lot of Victorian people have moved over for the mining boom and all that sort of jazz. So they bring their Right, they bring their, their loyalties. I mean, I do have a lot of Perth friends. It seems to be... Uh... A point of pride amongst my friends from WA who do not barrack for one of the two Western Australian teams. Yeah. It's sort of like when they tell me that they barrack for an Essendon or a Hawthorne or whatever, there's always this like element of, I am a connoisseur, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm discerning with sure. my AFL taste. I just don't pick what was put in front of me. Well, Eagles fans are a bit like, a bit like Swans fans in a way. It's sort of like they're the big, they were the only team there. Yeah. They sort of dominated they were the, the market. State for, yeah. They yeah. were the state team. They were really good. They're always really good, yeah. Um, which is frustrating. You know, they had that year where they basically bottomed out and then they're back up yeah. in the finals again. You're like, how are they doing that? The interesting thing, though, is that I like them this year. Yeah. Like, I've never like never had any affection for the Eagles ever, especially not in their last successful period with Ben Cousins yeah. and Chris Judd. Yeah. Like, but now... They're oh, such a great team to watch. They've like, cleaned I'm up all their on board. You, get, you got Nick Nat. You got the, JJK. I mean, you've got to love having the glove back there as well. <laughs> McGovern. Like, it's just so. Like, they're just. Shannon Hearn. I mean, yeah. like, so underrated. I mean, everyone goes, oh, you know, who's the captain of you know, yeah. West Coast? Well, I don't think anyone underrates them anymore. No. I mean, it's, no. You'd sort of question now without Nick Nat what's going to happen in the finals. I think they're fine without Nick Nat. I think, you know, like, Nick Nat is uh, one of those sort of players. He's their Rioli. It's, it's huge. Like, it's huge to have him in the middle and the pressure. Mm. Like, I think just the amount of pressure that he puts on in the middle is huge. Like, kind of what Shane Mumford would do, but actually fast. You yeah. know, like, he would wrap people up, not just knock them out. So um, tell me, though, this decision to pick Richmond, what was that based on? Uh, As a kid. I was a, colors, a kid. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. like the sash. I think you like the sash. Yeah, I like the sash. I was like, oh yeah, that looks like we won something. Um, and like you know, there was co- beauty contestant. I think something. early on there was there was a there was a big time about the sash. I was I was sort of flitting more than the Essendon flitting sash? between Essendon oh, and okay, Richmond. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, ended up on Richmond, but so I sort of stayed with them for for years and years and years, and so sort of not you know in and out a bit. And then when I moved to um, uh, when I when I moved to Sydney and, and got into the Giants, I was going. You know, I've gone. This is you know, I've made a big decision. I'm going. I'm yeah. going every game. So talk, I'm, talk, I'm going into. State. Talk me through what last year was like for you. I mean, was it a hard decision breaking up with Richmond? Well, that was six years ago. So, yeah. So yeah. was that a hard decision? I mean, are you over it? Oh yeah, mate. I, <laughs> well, this on. is the thing. People go, oh yeah, but you still like them, don't you? I can't. No, I, I can't. So you I were really like just them. you cracked the shit to them. It was just years. Yeah, I was of, just over it. And people go, I, I, you're devastated now, aren't you? Because you know they've won yeah. the flag. I'm like, no, I can't wait till we beat them next year. That's what I want to happen. You know, yeah, when we lost right. that prelim to them last year, 
I was in LA. I mean, I've got to admit, like, I... look, your ex is hot now. Like, she's turned out to be really hot. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's the, exactly the, But the new girl you're dating... You know, she's a stunner yeah. as well. Well, that's it. That that's the thing. You kind of go. Oh, it's, 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 I mean, you know, I think I know what I know what she's really like. Yeah. I mean, the, the, ex, the, you know, the, like the ultimate outcome would be for them to play in a grand final. You get both of them at the same mm. time. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. No, it's an it's an it's a an draw. interesting one. It's too bad the draw doesn't exist anymore because no. you could have had the best of both worlds. It's, so you, it's weird. So you've got no affection. No. Even for the players that are still around, that who like who would have been there? Jack would have been there when you Jack were still. Jack was there, sort of in his early yeah. So I Jack, just Jack I just find it fascinating. I just don't Conker know. was good, and it's, it's sort of I, I like those. You don't players, ever go but, to the website or, or anything no. like that. Nothing. I'm, I'm on the email list, so yeah, I'm still right. I'm still getting the emails, but I've I've sent them to the junk. <laughs> So I've really, I've kind of... Um, now, you know, were you on TV when you defected? Like, did you have a profile? Because I imagine that would be bad publicity for, for the Tigers to have <laughs> what, Julian, Julian Assange, Assange. <laughs> skipping over. Yeah, well, maybe not now. Yeah. Now what we know about Julian, maybe it's probably a well, good thing they got rid of him. Look, it'd be, it'd be an interesting thing. Yeah, no, we didn't. It's not the Ecuadorian Tigers, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I think he's getting kicked out this week by the looks of things, which is interesting. But um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things as well. I, I, you feel... Because a lot of people knew me as a, a Tiger supporter, quite a staunch one. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people look down on the on the expansion team supporters. You get a lot of people going like, "Yeah, but who do you? Who's your first? Yeah, but that's you know? and you go, "No, no, no." There's, there's a bunch. Like, there's a big giant. Like, it's not like you were hatched from a pod six years no, ago. No, no, no. Like, of course you've come. Well, from I, somewhere. I think it's it was a, fair... a kind of rebirth in a way. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> wow, you are a convert. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Well, if you keep your eye out that window, you may see Dylan Shield wandering up and down this They're street. All around here, you know. I was living in the inner west for a while, and there's a fair few of them around there as well. Yeah, right. Dane Rampey, I believe, grew up just down the road. All oh, right. I read uh, in The Beast, which is the uh, Eastern Suburbs magazine, he talked about... You guys uh, got your own magazine, do you? <laughs> <laughs> we do, yeah, we do. All the, all, all the coastal, all the coastal suburbs. But he talks about when uh, he brings people to his, you know, his hometown. Where does he take them? And he mentioned the fish and chip shop across the road from oh, my place. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, so I keep an eye out for Dane Ramsey. <laughs> yeah, Dane Ramsey and Dylan Shield. Somehow I feel like if I see them together on the same street, maybe a punch up will happen. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Dylan will just burst out of the. Oh well, that's the thing. He moves quite well. Man, he walks. He his, he walks his dog. He's uh, got that. What is it like a that black and white dog? Oh, ah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I haven't actually paid too much attention to his dog. Oh, I just want because you keep your eye on the hips. That tells you where sure, they're going to sure. <laughs> Don't watch the hands. Watch your hips. That's it. So when you started going for GWS, you must have known. Like, okay, first three years, this is going to get trashed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're okay with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's weird that you are like, ah, oh, fuck. I can't stand Richmond anymore. They keep losing. Oh, I know what I'll do. But, <laughs> I'll, I'll jump yeah. on this team that's I'll not going to win a game for three years. I'll go get smashed for three years. But it was it was more a thing of going like, I'm moving to a new city, yeah. new thing, new team. Right. That looked, the new you. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of rebirth. Yeah, um, I like it. But um, yeah, so... And the Suns was never an option. No, no, well, I wasn't up in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, I've got one mate who's a, who's a Suns supporter. Really? So yeah. he's the one. He's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy. I don't know any Sun supporter. He's from Josh McConville. He's I mean, I think Gold you're Coast. my only GWS supporting friend. Like, I don't... I couldn't name one other. I know that Melissa Doyle... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number one, number one ticket, ticket holder. holder. Well, now she's and on I've the board. Melissa Doyle. I don't know if we should consider me a friend. I think she... <laughs> I think she's on the board now, which makes really? me think that... Can you be on the board and be a number one ticket holder? It seems like a conflict of interest, it does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Because if that number one ticket holder is, you know... There's got to be. I mean, do you, is that what you're gunning for? Oh, that's why I want to have a successful acting career. So yeah, I can yeah. Just yeah. slip into that. Number I one mate, like you, uh, that's the only that's, reason. Yeah. I became a, uh, a, a, an actor was so I could get like free tickets yeah, to yeah. St Kilda functions. Well, the, the funny thing is, you know, like I, after doing the Assange film, I got you know I got a blue tick on Twitter, and all of a sudden, you know, like I'm the only one tweeting about the Giants week in week out. We're getting trashed. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, they started. You know, they're great. They invited me to games and yeah. go down to the rooms and all that sort of jazz. So they're a good club. I mean, like do that. the players get a bit suspicious when they see Julian Assange in the change rooms? <laughs> yeah. Do they start like hiding their phones and stuff? They don't want it going on WikiLeaks? Yeah, I think, it, you know. I think um, that guy's recording us. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. That's not what we need. Well, the, the good thing about it, if you had Julian Assange on your team, he'd just be leaking things about other teams. Yeah. You know, Essendon scandal. Maybe well, who was, a little bit of... who was that uh, player? Was it Adelaide? Michael Talia, the one who was leaking information to his brother. Oh, one of the, bu- the, the oh, Talia's at the Bulldogs. That's and right, was yeah. Leaking yeah. game plans. He did a bit of WikiLeaks, didn't he? Yeah. 
<laughs> you can't do that, can you? Oh, well, that's why I surprised. We talked a couple of weeks ago on um, uh, on this show about. I thought that there's no way players from opposing teams could live together just because it was it would be too much of a you know like a Conflict clash of yeah. yeah clash of intel all that kind of stuff. But, but then, how uh, much are football players really sitting down up outside of sort of game plan sessions and going? Yeah, so you know, like moving well, the, moving think, the magnets uh, around. I don't but think... don't you think? Well, you know, you were you went to acting school and you lived with actors. Like, wouldn't you come home from a day of school and talk about like techniques that you were taught? Or yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. I mean, it would make sense that you know you got two players coming home and one talks about oh the structures we've been doing in defence. Maybe not meaning to give sure, intel away, sure. but just inadvertently describing a game plan. Yeah. I mean, I think the Talia one was a bit more. I mean, they sacked the dog, sacked him literally after the after they yeah. lost that final to Adelaide. So they obviously believed it wasn't just a bit of chat, like <laughs> yeah. inadvertent chat. That was like, it was definitely some WikiLeaks. Imagine Brisbane players, don't, you know, living with one of the Gold Coast Suns players and be like, so the, the plan, the offensive plan, you're just kicking it to Tom Lynch. Like, oh, really? That's the plan, is it? Yeah. So what's your vibe on GWS this year? My personal view, I was kind of, last year I felt like GWS were like, like everyone, I felt that they were the evil empire. They were, you know, the the franchise club, the mm. AFL's baby. Yeah, yeah, these, you know, all these titles, the Ferrari, the Ferrari, these, like the supercar, you yeah. know, and 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 obviously being, you know, one of the foundation teams. It's only won one flag. I was very jealous, but mm. I think what I've seen happen this year is a bit of character development. Yeah, I think that's come out of um, some adversity. Yeah, getting <laughs> yeah. belted with injuries for the last two years. I mean that. Uh, going back a few seasons uh, when we lost that uh, prelim to the Dogs, you know, that that was a season where we had... One of the greatest finals ever. Best game of football I've ever seen, and we lost it. I went to a... Um, I went. I was in Perth doing a play at the time, and I went to a... They had like a GWS Perth supporters yeah, right. group, and I was like... All, all, all right. four people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, how many are there going to be? But, you know, there seemed to be some chatter on there, and I went, yeah, okay, I'll go to this thing. Anyway, they yeah. had this... Uh, they had the game playing on this projector at this pub. I went, fantastic. You know, like, I'm going to go and there'll be some, you know, because there's, there's a few GWS players that are from Perth. And so I've gone along to that. I didn't know that also... Yeah, Cam McCarthy, yeah. <laughs> the, the man who loves Alexa. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he, uh, the, the Western Bulldogs Perth supporter group was run by the same people. And so, <laughs> really? so I rocked up to this pub. So, it is packed with, with the original dogs. GWS colours, red, white, and blue. Um, yeah, red, right. white, just all dogs fans. I'm just sitting there, full get up, Guernsey, and it is one of the most exciting games of it. And we lost. How, but, many, were there, how many giant supporters were there? Oh, there was me. There that was, was me. It. Yeah. You're literally yeah. the... And they were giving away like a prize the pack. <laughs> they, they were giving away like, you know, some stuff and they gave away the dog stuff and then they gave away the giants, some giants gear to some dogs fans and then yeah. they just gave it to me because it was, you know, what was the point? Do you feel like... I mean, this is a huge gamble you've taken. Like, you literally jumped off a premiership team. Now yeah. a premiership now team. Now a premiership team, yeah. And you've, yes, you've jumped into a Ferrari, but there's no guarantees. And the thing sure. is... So did Delidio, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the thing is, if if GWS do not deliver on all this enormous potential, this could be very ugly, couldn't it? Like, it, that's the reality. I mean, you must have it, it, it made that go decision. Quite, it could go quite badly. I mean, you look at the Suns as that, and you yeah. go, oh, I hope we don't end up like that. Yeah. But the good thing we've seen, it, and, and going back to your question before, of like, you know, um, where where has this, where's the turnaround been? It's like we've had, you know, basically eight of our best players um, injured all the time out. and like Scully is a huge out we had you know we've had so many Patton, big outs third knee is it third knee third knee yeah, <clears throat> yeah the, he went down his good one went um, which he'd already done back when he was uh, a teenager yeah I mean Kelly out Green out you're just looking at you know Cogs last year um, you just have these massive outs it's, it's fucking hard. crazy like literally like all the players that you just named yeah. would be best in fairness oh, definitely at well, that's any the thing, other the club team, it's so exciting to watch when they get it right yeah. But, you know, this year, you know, um, we've had, you know, we've had a lot of injuries. But those those second-tier players, um, which didn't kind of stand up last year because we traded a bunch of them away to get... To um, Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> the GWS twos. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so this year, it's kind of... We're getting more of that grunt into the game, which, which around the club, within, like, GWS circles, we all know that, you know, that's kind of what people call blue-collar, you know, players. Inside. Yeah, yeah. Inside yeah. players. 
Um, I mean, the thing is, you've, so but you've got like the, the culture b- there has is good. But you've got, I reckon, the best one of the best inside players in Callum Ward. Like mm. Callum Ward's game this year has just gone to another level. He's, he's slimmed down too, hasn't he? Like he's it got more like outside run. Yeah, because he used to be just like a dedicated sort of inside, inside guy, but yeah. now he's inside and outside. Yes. And what a leader too! I think he's an under. He's captain, right? Co-captain, yeah. yeah, with Phil Davis. Yeah, underrated, man. Like, he's such a great player, such an inspirational He's got to be one of the toughest people I've ever seen play yeah. 40. Like, the, not just sort of the hits he takes, but the, the, the speed at which he gets back up. Yeah. You know, he just bounces back off the floor. He's one of those... How did you... They call him cement head. Yeah, he's like Rashudo. He's got the yeah, same... He sure. plays the same kind of game as Rashudo. where... Although, that's what I mean. Like, I, I really noticed his body type this year. Like, he used to be more of that battle axe like Rashudo. Yeah. But now he's gone... To, I guess it's maybe... All this happens to all players because it becomes more of a running game. He's like he's totally leaned up, but that what do they call it? The orange tsunami. Yeah, yeah, yeah the tsunami. When it starts the back line, and I mean, just, oh, there was a piece of play last week where uh, they you, just cut him up. Yeah, the like it was three kicks to yep. the forward line and a goal, and it's like, oh, is that the one? Uh, that this, this week. This is last week. Oh, with the, to the Langdon out yeah. wide, and then yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like Toby Green, yeah. yeah. But the thing about that is like. I pack for the Saints. I, we can't hit fucking targets that are 10 metres in front of us. <laughs> like, it actually makes me sick to watch you guys accurately kick a 50 metre pass out into the wing, bring it back through the corridor. Yeah, back onto out, a leading man onto a on leading the man. run. I mean, you literally put it out, bouncing in front of a guy. It bounced perfectly into his hands. And it's like, it must be great. Imagine being Leon Cameron and just coming to training. And just being seeing like, that. yeah, just like well, seeing Lockie Whitfield just hit every single target. I mean, yeah. that guy is a gun. Yeah, he's such an accurate kick, and he's so fast. I mean, yeah. this year with the amount of injuries we've had, he's gone to half back, and he's sort of creating that play a little more. Well, I and, was gutted. We there was talk last year that we were going to get Lockie Whitfield, right? Because uh, you know we need to get someone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it never came off. But or yeah, the war he's, chest, yeah. he's, a, he's a gun. I mean, that they, they well, you guys were in talks to get. Uh, they, Josh, Josh Kelly, Kelly, Dylan Shield, just every every player. I mean, we get a lot of that talk, obviously. But well, that's the thing. Like, if you guys win, do win a flag in the next couple of years, I could you could easily see like yeah, a few of them go. Handful of those guys, especially Josh Kelly. Mm. I mean, you know, you imagine he could be the highest played, highest paid player in the competition in yeah. a couple of years, yeah. and if he wins a flag. You wouldn't begrudge him, right? Like you'd be like, you know, no. He came up here, established this club. I, I, I sort of, I do feel like I, you know, I sort of, I know, I, I just all doomed and gloomed it about like if you guys don't win a flag, it could be terrible. But part of me also thinks that this could be something as well. Yeah. Like in the same way, you know, I watch Sydney, I watch the Swans go through that horrendous period in the nineties, you know, where they just were couldn't get crowds to a game. They had no culture. They sent Ron Barassi up, kind of like Kevin Sheedy. Mm. He was over the hill, but they knew he was Mr. Football and that he would be able to, you know, get some good publicity and he'd be a good figurehead. And then, you know, they bring in Rodney E, they make a grand final and then Paul Ruse. And then suddenly, like, if you go to a Swans game now, like they are some of the most hardcore AFL fans going around. I used to hate going to see the Swans at the SCG 15 years ago because like, oh, these people don't know anything about football. Yeah. But now they're like so one-eyed and they'll they'll school you on football. And I, I could see GWS, like if they take it seriously and they can hang on to these dudes and they seem to be doing everything right that, GW, uh, that Gold Coast is doing wrong. Mm. I could see them that there being a place in the market for them. I think that's the prototype. I think they looked at, you know, Sydney and went, yeah, that's what exactly they're being followed that exactly getting sheedy up he's you know at that point he wasn't you know the best coach going around but he is good with players mr football and you look at you know you look at the players that will end up being career giants players and you got yeah. toby green cameron i mean davis obviously spent some time but you know ward as well spent some time like these guys want to stay there scully wants to stay there he took a pay cut to stay who's your favorite um, player oh, like, you pick one. really yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just a jet yeah. and i love the attitude yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How do you feel about Toby Green? Do you love that you got a rat bag? Of course I love Toby Green. <laughs> yeah, you, you love Of course I love Toby bag. Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, you know, because at Richmond, you know, we I think at the time we had, you know, the push-up king, Jack. Jake King. <laughs> yeah, Jake King. He was your rat bag. He was the rat bag, but this time yeah. we've got a rat bag who's actually good. Your rat, your rat, really good, like your, all Australians. Yeah, your rat bag would be... Best and fairest at any yeah. other club. Michael Chamberlain um, from Junk Time, he's uh, family friends uh, ah. with Toby Green and loves him. Right. And he must be the first opposition 
uh, yeah, uh, the supporter, supporter to that like... loves Toby Green. I mean, last year, do you remember he did that flying kung fu kick into the face of Luke Dalhouse? It seemed perfectly legal. <laughs> I don't, I don't really see the point. Look, you, I do that when I play AFL nines. I sort of go up for the kick, <laughs> anchor, anchor the body. It's yeah. just, it's weight distribution. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was fine. There was what was that other one? The the low swinging arm he got done on the Western. Oh, uh, Caleb Daniel. He's gone for the ball. Yeah, like what Caleb Daniel, who is like the smallest, most petite player in the AFL. Yeah. Punched Toby him Green's in not their big. Head. Toby Green's, you know, my height. That's Toby nice. Green looks like a psychotic cabbage patch doll. <laughs> yeah. And what's with his tips? All right. You said you before the show the started, you said you wanted to talk hair. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, said you're sure. a big fan of talking hair. What is going on with his blonde hair now? Yeah, look, Toby New look? Toby does have a bit, you know. He's not He's got that weird hairstyle, which you see a lot in sort of like he's year got a nine permit, boys. Yeah, you know, a like from private school. Yeah, exactly. He just looks like a 14-year-old got jacked. Yeah. He just, you know. Yeah. But like you've got these other guys, you know, like Josh Kelly, you know, always like super slick looking. Cornelio, he's a good looking rooster. And then you've got, yeah, Toby Green. He just looks like a bit like a Muppet. Yeah. What a, uh, uh, I saw him out the wh- other night, actually. Whereabouts? We, I went to this. Um, we don't have to know the, the place, but oh no, it was for it was a, it was an event for this World Cup okay, right. thing, right. and they were out and about. And, right, it wasn't a strip club at five a.m. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was bashing some bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly, 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 actually not even allegedly, completely <laughs> fictitiously. We made that up. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Sorry, yeah. You ought to keep that number one GWS ticket holder. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't be saying that, Melissa Doyle. she's yeah. got me. It's devastated. Yeah, he uh, he does he does have that permanent uh, haircut. teenager yeah. haircut, and he almost has that permanent teenager attitude. Like when I think about when I played junior footy, and there's a few guys um, that I played with or against who went on to have AFL careers, and without exception, they were all Toby Green types. Yeah, yeah, super driven, super competitive. Slightly With that dirty, cheeky, arrogant kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, arrogant, I know. Yeah. You know, wouldn't mind like you know if they're going to tackle you, they're going to make sure you feel it. That like, there is that competitive yeah. element. See, I like that about the the, the Giants because you have a team of players who were you know pretty yeah. good um, going you know all through probably their teen years playing rep and all that sort of stuff. And oh then, yeah, and then you kind of you, you they do get on the high horse, and I do I like watching that confidence because hundred percent it is. I saw them. I was at uh, Sydney Airport flying somewhere, and they were obviously on a flight somewhere else. And I observed them like it was an Attenborough documentary. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I sat in the corner of the lounge and was just watching them. And they all carried themselves with that completely uh, like chest puffed out self confidence. Yeah. Like they just owned the room. They were prowling that lounge, mm. carb loading. I've got to carb say, loading. Rory Lobb had Smashing like about forty pieces of toast, like stacked that up. <laughs> I've got something to say about Rory Lobb as well. Like okay. I, I'm a big fan of Rory Lobb, but yeah. I have noticed in the last sort of three weeks he's been repping this. I've got a picture. The three quarter. The three quarter sleeve. Yeah, look, it's a big topic so of discussion I think on our footyology. Has, has this been brought up? No, no. I I, I occasionally watch a Ron Connolly and Mark Fine's footyology, and oh, okay. Mark Fine, who is prone to a rant from time to time, went on a big Rory Lobb rant about the haircut, the tats, and the three quarter sleeves. Doesn't like it. Doesn't I'm like loving it. it. Oh, what are you yeah. talking about? Oh, I think a lot right. of these players are going for, you know, they're trying to find, like, this is my favourite thing is is because it's it's not NBA. There aren't yeah. five players. You can't have your kind of like, your, your, your cool thing that LeBron does or Steph's little shimmy or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, they're all trying to find their own little thing. Like, yeah. Cornelio's got one where he puts up the, like, moustache thing. I don't understand what that is. But Roy Lobb, go on the three quarter Hang on, sleeves. what's this topic? Cornelio does the moustache? Yeah, he's does he have a moustache tattoo? He, he goes like that. He runs off like that. Right. With that sort of hands in a tick. What is that? Like, it's a me, a Mario, or something like that. <laughs> I guess that. it's an Italian reference. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, but, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. But Roy Lobb, yeah, the three quarter sleeves. My question is, well, we were, we were discussing this the other day. With an, I was discussing this with another giant supporter. Like, has he got them hemmed? Look, we talked. Or about, is it, we talked this because it can't just be rolled up. We talked about this on Two Guys One Cup when I talked to Michael about it, and he was like, "Maybe it's just his arms are so long." <laughs> I don't think that's right because the torso is still the okay. normal length. Because I went through. Some I think he gets. I think he gets I, a cut. Yeah, I think he cuts it's a cut long sleeve. Head. It's not yeah. just cut off. But surely there would be AFL rules about uniform. Surely you can't just alter your own length. uniform. It must be. It would be well, well, remember because the... it's, a, it's a brand, right? It's like it's like any workplace. If there is a set uniform yeah. policy, 
it's not like you can just you know pop your collar on or something. Didn't, like, didn't didn't Geelong have the shirts for a bit? Well, they haven't said they that. Eric Cantona used to pop his collar, and no one told him off. So maybe he can do what the fuck but, he you wants. You know, Geelong had those like sleeved shirts, sleeved guernseys for a little bit, just the short sleeve. No, what did they? Yeah. What are you talking about? Really? I got to look oh, that up. Yeah, Richmond sure. shorts. Like, no, what? no, no, Geelong. Geelong. So they were the sleeveless guernsey, but with. Covering the shoulder and bicep. It was, yeah, yeah. It was just a, just a little thing. Just a Hang little on. short sleeve. Geelong I'm pretty FC sure. short sleeve Guernsey. Is I'm hoping that's riding? not a pre like a preseason thing. I think it might be a preseason. I don't know. I've never when we, how long ago are we talking? Oh, a couple of years, I think. Alright, let's see what comes up here. Well, first thing that comes up is I do not how to know how to spell Guernsey. <laughs> uh, well, I'm looking a little is it like a is it like a blue sleeve? Was it like predominantly blue with white stripes? Can you remember? You, yeah, come have a look. Is that it? Yeah. That that what is that? Looks like a training Guernsey. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure no, I'm you know playing games in that. This is an article from the Geelong Cats website, February twenty third last year. <clears throat> yeah, you're right. They played it in the preseason. Right. Uh. It sent tongues wagging in the first week of the JLT series. So <laughs> what's the not? story behind the Cats' new short sleeve Guernsey? In October 2016, the Cats announced that from 2017 onwards, their official merchandise partner would be locally based fashion giant Cotton On uh, through their performance brand COAR. Aside from partnering... What the fuck is... This is boring information. Don't tell us this. Um, one of the key player-led innovations was a short-sleeved Guernsey they could wear on game day. Such a decision was not taken lightly, and there were questions raised amongst the playing group when the idea was floated. However, once the samples were created and the players had the opportunity to wear them in training sessions, all fears dissipated. The short-sleeved Guernsey... System failure. Attempting two guys, one cup. Restart in three, two, one. And so we're back. We had a little bit of a unexpected... Uh, Interruption. The uh, memory card filled out uh, as we were discussing Geelong's, <laughs> Geelong's controversial sleeves. sleeves. Uh, yep. Either that or Julian Assange was listening. Man, he's uh, always listening. Sabotage. Like, to. fuck, these people are listening to football talk. This show for football talk. The not thing, bullshit. The thing we learned there is discussion. that he really didn't like the sleeves. No, he and not sleeve. a fan. Just likes the traditional. <laughs> Go back to the cotton. Who is it, Melbourne? Was he Melbourne guy, Julian? He was, from, wasn't he? Um, they moved around heaps as as kids because he was trying to get. Did away you get from to meet an Australian him or contact cult. him? No, I met his. Um, I met. <laughs> welcome to Two Guys One Cup, <laughs> Julian <laughs> Assange story. <laughs> um, no, I met his mother and travelled around with her. We did like um, we after it played on telly. We, yeah. we did like a tour and people watched it in cinemas and did Q and A's and stuff. Right. Great story. He um, he. When the, the director, Rob Connolly, finished the, finished the edit, finally finished the edit and all that sort of stuff, and he hadn't shown it to his wife, he hadn't shown it to anyone yet, hadn't shown it to the network, and he, he got a note from Julian's mother saying Julian's seen the film. Wow. And, uh, and, he, and he really enjoyed it. Wow. So he'd... Because he walked into the embassy when we were shooting. I mean, this is my first ever acting job, and I'm going, you shit. Yeah, right. And, uh, yeah, no, he... Um, he had a look, so that was a good story because he, he must So what, he hacked into the the, the post-production house and I got guess. a cut or someone leaked him the cut? I guess it was probably the... the That's amazing. Show. What do you think? Maybe Julian because they've just... Or he it. just goes, yeah, he, he I've just, seen it. I loved it. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's not as good of a story, but it's probably that. You're just constantly sending things out. Yeah. I've heard the podcast. The, bit, like, where you, the bit where you flip the card, no, that was Fast and Furious. Yes. <laughs> you got the wrong show, mate. All right, let's talk some actual football. We've sure, sure, enough. Sure. Enough. History of Julian Assange. Enough Geelong's short sleeves. Let's look at some results. So um, last Friday was a bit of a fucking nightmare for me. Uh, I'd had a long yeah. week. You originally slated to be my guest last week, but then I had to default back to Michael Chamberlain because <laughs> yeah. just ran out of time. And so Michael and I did a live, uh, uh, not a live Two Guys, One Cup, but a commentary of sorts over the uh, Richmond Saints game. Mm. So if people miss that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. If you just want to... If you just want a glimpse into the mind of what it's like to be a St Kilda supporter, just just listen to that. Listen to the first half hour. We I, I start changing the subject about thirty minutes in after the first quarter. Like they score a goal within the first minute, I think. It was quick. I was watching it at a pub, and I uh, when I heard your podcast, I could hear you just going, "Just get away yeah, from let, the game. Just get away from the us. game." Well, that's weird. Uh, th- this season, I've 
done something that I've never done before, which is stopped watching games that we're losing. Yeah, right. Because I didn't realize you could do that. Will was the one who put me on that. <laughs> yeah, like, Will often will not watch a game. Like, if, if I found out we'd lost a game and I hadn't seen it, I might not look at it. Sure. But if I was watching a game and we were losing, I'm like, I'm going to tough this out to the end. It's the same philosophy why I would never leave a game early. I always yeah. like judge supporters who walk out sure. before the final siren. I don't care if you want to beat the traffic. You bloody stick around till your team is off the ground. Yeah, the turn it off thing, I think it's one of those things when, when people get to the point where they're like, how are we going to get better? You know, yeah. the, the reason I could go and watch GWS get belted you know, by 100 points every week was because you're like, it's going somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. going somewhere. It's yeah. building. You're There's excitement. You're like, that was a great kick. That's what yeah. That player looks so good. So you, you build yeah. it up. But when you're down there and you're getting belted, and you, didn't, you guys did not even look like winning that no. for a second. I mean, that one goal... Where he's kicked it out of midair. Yeah, which Who is was a that? fluke. Jack Stephen. Jack Who Stephen. is that? Three try, three time best and fairest winner, Jack Stephen. Maybe even four time. <laughs> that was a great kick. It was a great kick, but it's a fluke. I mean, the, this is what I mean about when you watch GWS and you watch St Kilda. We, th- I'm sure we weren't this poorly skilled last year, but it no. seems like this year we cannot hit targets. And like Jack Stephen is arguably our best player. Mm. And he's arguably one of our worst kicks. Like, he's super quick and on the run, but he just can't control his kicks. Jaron Geary, our captain, can't kick. Like, Seb Ross used to be really reliable. He's no good. Tim Membry took him half a season to kick for goal. And it's not not just your goal kicking. Your field kicking. It's everything. Oh, it's particularly our field kicking. I mean, this is the thing. You're just going to get cut up in this game if you don't hit targets. Like, it's all turnover football and high-pressure football. So, I don't know. I mean... Well, the amount of two-way running that you do when you do turn it over like that is... It's, it's, it makes I don't it even work. know where that fit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I, don't, I would like to know. I would like to know what it is we're doing well this season because I haven't seen... At the start of the year, after the first three or four rounds, I had a real kind of questioning my faith moment where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a 40-year-old man and I've dedicated a majority of my life to this fruitless pursuit. What am I doing? Why am I... I would have so much free time. It's like people who get off social media. Yeah. Suddenly they go, yeah. oh, fuck, there's all this like world out there. If I didn't follow football... You weren't like watching a just, bunch of 20-somethings kick a ball around. around I mean, know. I can occasionally dip in for the finals and sure. stuff. I'd be happy, but no. I've committed to this fucking storyline that may or may not pay off. Yeah. You know? Like, you had... Well, this, you had a, you had a, <laughs> And the thing is, you had a storyline that paid off and you fucking jumped ship six years before. So, your story could be more tragic than mine. Well, it could be if it doesn't... Yeah. It's interesting. My mate, um, he wrote an article. He's a massive Fremantle fan. Yeah. About, uh, you know, what it says about you as yeah, a person yeah, and your I mentality for, for which, which club you go for. And, yeah. you know, that was, you know, a big thing. I was like, or I don't want to be a Richmond person. I don't want to be that. I don't want to, you know, I, w- I was willing to take the gamble, but like, you know, it's the same with my, um, my mate who's a Melbourne fan and he's just... Depressive? He's, it's, yeah, it's killing him. It didn't, they didn't used to be like that though, Melbourne fans. That's a recent phenomenon. Right. For the last like 10, 15 years, they've become like that. That's all I've known. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did... We have appointed them. Will and I have appointed Melbourne as our new... It was GWS last year, maybe West... No, it was West Coast last year. GWS kind of running second. Now it was Melbourne are our, like, they're our whipping boys this mm. season. But I've got to admit, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. As much as I enjoyed Richmond in previous years or West Coast or whatever, but I feel bad when Melbourne fuck up like It's not as did. fun, is it? Well, that's, look, we, I didn't see many games this weekend, but you did see the Geelong-Melbourne game. I did take see me, the Geelong-Melbourne game. I was, um, I was texting my mate who's in LA, who's a, mad, who's a mad Melbourne supporter, and obviously he has to stay up quite late to watch the games. And, um, you know, I thought, they, I thought they had it. You know, they were playing yeah. well. Gorney was playing really well. I mean, I like that team, you know. I like Petrarca. Is this true, though? I mean, this is my theory. I like players in Melbourne. Yeah, sure. But I don't like the team. Yeah, well... Like, Do you like the team? You know they pick up Bug and you go... Oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, he was one of ours and you're like... Yeah, I you know, he was one of yours. He bloody put Nick Rewalt to a fence when he was one of yours. Yeah. I've never forgotten him for that. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, I like, you know, you like players there, you know. I think... You're right. I like, you know... You I, like, get, I get swayed by Max, the jumper. I like the and, jumper. And Maxi, I like the... Maxi Gorn's charisma is enough he's, yeah, he's to make up for a lot of shortfalls. Like... Four Maxi, well, like four Tom Bugs equals one Maxi Gorn, I think. Something sure. like that. <laughs> but I'm not sure what the economy In is. actual size. In actual well. size as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, that 
you know, it was like, dude's found a way to... And it was like Geelong of old. They just came out and did that. Yeah. Did that thing. And but it is something... Like did Tui kicks a... Tui, what was he even doing? In the way forward? that Richmond, we used to think... And you would be familiar with Richmondy. Did you think it was a psychological thing where Richmond would... Just knew how to lose? Yeah. Or didn't know like how it. to win? And do you think this is what Melbourne has taken that mantle? What's that weird? I thought... Well, I always felt like with Richmondy, it was that thing of um we'd we'd beat clubs that we had no business beating you know had it was it's almost like that collingwood backs against the wall thing but it's Uh not it's it's it sort of came out of nowhere yeah so surprise and then they just play they play on they kind of play on the level that the team that they're playing against you know they they rise or fall to that level yeah and and tend to lose more than they should they they, yeah richmondy we found it hard to define last year but it was almost like they will do the opposite of what should happen in the most heartbreaking yeah. way. I mean, their dramatic, uh, their ability for drama is, is yeah, incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's this weird thing in modern football now, like you saw it happen with the Gold Coast and the Swans, is there will be an upset every round. There just seems to be a floating upset every yeah. round because it's very close competition and if you're 5% off your game, you know, anyone, yeah, anyone could beat you. It. But when it becomes endemic to your team, like when it, because like Melbourne, um, was it against Geelong at the start of the year where Maxi Gorn had that shot on goal? Shot on so goal. twice yeah. against Geelong this year. Yeah. Uh, was, I was, it, was it after the siren? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, oh God. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. You can't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, can it's, you? it's hard. Isn't because it? you're like, oh, maybe this is something deeper. Maybe there's something that goes to the core of this club. And, you know, like when they lost to St Kilda a couple of weeks ago, every player had to come out <laughs> and say, we don't drink our own bathwater or <laughs> whatever the fucking phrase is. And it's like, of course you don't. Like, this is not, we're not talking about real psychological conditioning, no. I don't think. It's just. And there's I mean, also too many players for that to be the case. Of course. Right? Like, it's not yeah, like. Yeah, and as, administrations as, yeah. and coaches and yeah. stuff. Like, it, your club cannot be cursed. No. I don't think. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. You can be hacked, but not, not, yeah. um, not cursed. But it, but it was a good game. It was a good game. I mean, that fight back. I mean, they were, they were 20, 30 points down. And then they, you know, Geelong. You, can you knew it, he was going to kick it. As soon as he took that, as soon as he went up for the mark, you were like, he's going to mark that and he's going to kick it. And yeah. you, you just knew because it was one of those things. They kicked they were, to they me. Were four but points off, down. You but like, off the boot, it didn't look like it was going no. through. I thought he'd missed. Mm. But it's also one of those things where watching that game and Tom Hawkins kicked seven, is that right? Six or seven. I watched the highlights. And everyone's like, Tom Hawkins, career best form. And I was like... Is everyone fucking forgotten that at the start of the year, people were saying Tom Hawkins is done? Yeah. Like, this is what so I hate. Too slow. This is what I hate about slow, football, like opinion makers and journalism in a way, is that from week to week, they change their freaking minds <laughs> yeah, it did, it did. about stuff. It like, do you remember last year or was it the year before when it was like, no, when the Bulldogs in the premiership, it was like, well, if you start the year... You know, zero and four, you can't you can't win yeah. a final. Or, oh, that was huge, yeah. yeah. Going, and then the Swans, you can't win it. You can't win it. Swans like you know, one fucking twelve in a row, and it's like you can't win a grand final from outside the top four. And then the Bulldogs did it. It's just oh, all and, this you know, Buckley's getting you know, oh, yeah, exactly. Buckley's getting axed, and then now you know, now top, he's a genius. Top two, three, so side. what I'm saying is, everyone shut up, <laughs> yeah. including us, and listen to haircuts. It's yeah. all about haircuts it's all and Guernsey and Guernseys. That's it. That's Come all we on. want to discuss. Speaking of Collingwood, fucking hell, man. Collingwood North. Ugh, like, I have not met one AFL supporter who isn't a Pi supporter who's okay with what's going on. It's not much fun. No. It's not much fun. It was kind of devastating to see Trelaw go down with their hammy. I mean, he's, he's, he's been so good there. XGWS. And they're, XGWS. Of course, I just talk about GWS players. But, um, yeah, they, they look good. They look really good. Yeah. They look, they look strong. They look good at the MCG this week. So we'll get to that. But yeah, man, North, North. Uh. Yeah, see, I like North. I mean, I think, again, like Maxi Gorn in Melbourne, I think it's the Ben Brown factor. I like one player and that elevates yeah. the entire team. But uh, someone said to me, North just won't win a flag. And I don't know what they were basing that on, but he said, you just look at them and they don't look like a premiership team. No, no. I kind of put North in my in my weird head of teams. I put North and St Kilda kind of. Oh together. God, fuck! I wish I <laughs> wish we we're as good as North. Yeah, but just in a general kind of, I don't ever feel like they're in that. You know, obviously St Kilda got quite close, but yeah, it's just sort of those fringe teams. North has won more flags than St Kilda. North's yeah, no have. St Kilda, my friend. Yeah. Like North, actually, in my head, <laughs> North actually have a culture of success. I mean, I talked about this with Michael on Friday, but David King, when he was previewing the Saints. 
and the Tigers game, he was talking about how he wanted to see Richmond like tear St Kilda apart. And this is part of a running uh, theme that David King has with St Kilda. I'm convinced David King hates St Kilda. Has, right, right. And I think the reason he hates us is because he's from that 90s era of the Kangaroos, Wayne Carey, John Longmire. He's used to a culture of success. He knows what it takes sure. to be a premiership player. And then he looks at my basket case of a club <laughs> and he's disgusted by us. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes there'll be a news story about like a homeless guy gets assaulted, like some Wall Street banker will walk That's past it, a homeless yeah. guy and attack him. And it turns out there's some kind of like rage-filled thing because he's so repulsed. That's how I think like... David King looks at St. Kilda. He looks at them and goes, You're disgusting. Not about me. (laughs) Get back to where you belong on the bottom of the ladder. Disgusting. You are pathetic. Um, Yeah, so North. (laughs) (laughs) North need a bit of. North fans out there. Do that one. Um, So then we've got Sydney Gold Coast. Yeah, now this is a game I did see. Fantastic. I loved it. Fantastic. It was so good to see. And because Sydney came out in the first quarter and, you know, they were just looking like Sydney. It's just great to hear that SCG go quiet, too. Like they are, Sydney has gone from being, uh, or SCG crowd went from being one of the most ignorant AFL supporters to being one of the most knowledgeable, but also one of the most fucking one-eyed. Because oh, it's such man. a small ground. It's akin to amateur footy. Yeah. Or, you know, back when it was the VFL days when you go to the small suburban grounds, because it's a tight little, you know, um, um, melt, um, not melting pot. It's just like a little kind of... What's the word? It feels very condensed in yeah, there Yeah, very well. condensed. Yeah. And so when you've got like 90% Swan supporters like barracking, it feels very one-sided. It's just to see them all quiet because it was a convincing win. They Real convincing. Built, they kept them goalless for two quarters. I know. Which is insane. When, and when you have a player for the Swans who can kick a goal from the center square, <laughs> essentially, that's Legit. incredible. Yeah. You know what? I have no love for the Gold Coast or no real interest. I have no opinion on the Gold Coast. It's even right. worse than that. I have no opinion on them. They're just a nothing. They're just a nothing. But team. that is the kind of win that I'm like. See, I, I, I like the see Gold more Coast with a bit of expansion solidarity. But All they, right, is they, that what it is? I like, yeah, because well, because they don't. They're one of those teams as well. Well, as like, long I'm not as threatened by them. as long as your brother keeps fucking up, <laughs> exactly. It's, take it's my, it's my older guys. brother who was a terrible yeah, player, exactly. and I've come up and I'm belting him. I'm yeah, taller. Yeah. I'm stronger. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it. Yeah, I, I don't mind the Suns. I, I, I feel sorry for them. I, I really feel sorry for them because it could have been a great thing, and they just they just buggered it out. Do you, do you really feel sorry for them? Yeah, because I want I want the club. I want the the sport. The code. I want them to have two teams in Queensland. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll get to the Brisbane game, sure. but I'm happy with Brisbane being good. So yeah, Swan, uh, Suns great. Swans fucking who knows? I mean, and without not, Lynch, I mean, you know. If this one, no, Lynchpin. Well, Lynch is bloody talking to Collingwood, Collingwood. Nathan Buckley. Not only, see, this is how confident Bucks is these days. Relaxed, he's meditating. <laughs> yeah, now. that's it. He doesn't mind. Normally, they don't talk about. It's got three day growth. Yeah, they don't mention who they've been talking to. But he's like, yeah, fuck, man. I mean, I'm the coach of the biggest club in the AFL. Yeah, fuck. One too many Cambodians. Letting the colonic. Decided just to let everything out. Uh, the Bombers uh, got very, uh, Freo got very close to the Bombers on uh, last Saturday I didn't catch this game I did it was good it was, actually, it was actually a pretty good game and I actually tipped Freo in an upset I think it was my lock of the week mm. um, but the Bombers I my ideal outcome would be for the Bombers to yeah they can keep winning but just not have enough wins to make the finals I think that'd be real, that'd That's be the okay. best outcome we're happy with that everyone. Devin Smith yeah another XGWS hates community theatre what? Uh, our big thing with Devin Smith uh, in the GWS crowd is that he, he hates community theatre. How is that known? Or could, well, it's just something. That what, does he just drive around to like no, amateur theatre companies he, and heckle them or something? No, it's because he loves the big stage. Guys, he loves dolls, the big, you suck! He loves the big, he loves the big stage. He oh, loves the big right. games, you know. Right, he, always, right. he, he always stands up and he doesn't go to he's not, you know, he's not the rep club, you know, Fiddler on the Roof. He's, uh, he loves the kind of, he goes to SDC. Oh, you fuck, know. man. I mean, he's at the right club. Yeah. <laughs> Then the game I want to talk about: Brisbane Lions uh, just lost to the Adelaide. Oh Rose. yeah, close. Now the fucking Lions were all over them. I watched the first half of this game, and I was convinced that the Lions were going to win. I've been all about the Lions this year. West Coast Lions looking good, and then the Lions mm. like they've drafted really well. There, I mean, I reckon if you look at the Lions list, it's not dissimilar to the GWS list from a few years, a few years ago. ago. Of course. Deeper at GWS, yeah. they're looking, but their guns are guns. I saw the stats wise. They're sort of saying, look, they're, when they're losing, it's close. 
close losses and when they're winning they're belting teams yeah so that's probably a pretty good sign for the next couple of years uh, you know having a big brisbane uh, queensland team in the, in the league is always always good like yeah. i like brisbane yeah yeah i mean queensland football was in dire straits a couple of years Ugh. ago so at least one of them has to be doing well yeah i mean if gold coast have to be the brisbane bears of Queensland footy for the next 10 years. I'm okay with that. We, we need <laughs> sure. someone to make fun of. Sure. I just don't know how you get people to the games. I think Brisbane is a bit more of a sophisticated fo- AFL culture. Right. But Gold Coast. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck's going to go and watch hey, football on the Gold Coast? Coast? It's the Gold Coast. It's not. Yeah. No. They should just embrace. I have a similar feeling about they the Gold Coast as Will. I yeah. just don't. Bulldoze it? Yeah. Into, <laughs> Bulldoze the, sea. It the, into the sea. <laughs> Good. But we're staying on brand. And Cam Rayner. <laughs> well, you know, they can take that in the Logies and just. How excited are you by Cam Rayner? I love this kid. Yeah. I mean. Do it all. Don't see Dusty flying for marks like that. No. That's a. Big, big call? Like that. That's what? a big call. Oh, yeah, to say yeah. that he's <laughs> as good as the best player in the league. But you can see it. Like, he has the same body type. He plays a similar kind of way, the don't argue and stuff. Mm. But I had no idea he had such a great leap. Like, I'm all about Cam Rayner. And fuck, it just bums me out that the year we had the number one draft pick, we just didn't have a Cam Rayner type. Although that. we had Christian Petrarca. But I don't think Christian Petrarca's as good as Cam Rayner's going to be. Yeah, Petrarca's a different kind of player, isn't he, really? No, I think cool. they're kind of similar. That explosive, big-bodied midfielder. Big body. I just think Cam Rain is like one out of the box. He's going to be one of those number one draft picks that's like a Josh Kelly or... Right. Josh Kelly went number one, didn't he? Two, I think. Huh. One. Second year we picked him up, I think. I don't know. Maybe Josh Kelly. Right. No, I think he was number one. No, I think, We've got I a think... lot of draft picks, mate. I don't know where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, sport for choice. Uh, Geelong, Melbourne, we talked about that game. Yep. Carlton North on, I mean, it's not, it's barely even worth talking about Carlton at the moment. And again, last year, there was a bit of optimism around the Blues. They were winning a few games. They had some good young players. And I was cautioning everybody to not get on the Carlton bandwagon. Yeah. But now it's like, what was I worried about? I feel like I was, you know, leaping at shadows. They're so far from it. Yeah, I'm happy with Carlton where they are. I think that's... See, I, I'm not... I've got no love for oh, look, oh, They've got a lot of XGWS players, but they picked up a lot of second string players and they, they're just getting... I mean, they're going to win. They're going to get the wooden spoon this year, right? Oh, they'd have to. I well, mean, they have one, one win for the year. Especially now that Brisbane are actually playing good football. Mm. But it's just one of these things where I don't... I don't want any team to be subpar. I want sure. this to be a strong competition. I yep. want to be able to turn on any game, you know, during the uh, over a weekend and, and find... And it'd be a close A close match. game, but... Yeah, just watching them is, is it's like God. You need that's when you need to bring in the mercy rule. Cripps is a beast. I mean, yeah, Kerno Cripps. You know, um, who else have they got? <laughs> Kerno Kennedy Cripps, Bam Bam. Who's Kennedy? I don't even know who that is. No, he's an XGWS player. All he's right. good. Is he? He's okay. really good. I was disappointed we lost him. But having said that, I mean, if I went to St Kilda, who are, who are our stars? Like, Seb Ross, good. Jack Steven, good. No stars. Jack mm. Billings should be a star, is not. I also feel like, I mean, we're going to bring it back to St Kilda. <laughs> I just feel like our top draft picks, like our Billings and our, and our McCartans, in a stronger team would be better players. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like so at the moment, this year, what do you want out of the super draft? Uh, the super draft. Midfielder. Except we only... We traded away our second and third round picks. So this draft, the super draft, we have one first round and then we're not in it till the fourth. How? Because we fucking sold our magic beans. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Maybe Logan Austin or someone from from Port Adelaide. But I think think that we will trade. My feeling is we're going to offload a couple of experienced players and try and get back into the draft. Bottom out. Uh, Oh, bottom out now? No. Not intentionally. I think we're going to we're, we're going to play a bunch of young kids. I don't think it'll, it'll be there'll be players auditioning for their future. Is sure. what I feel. Okay. The rest of the season, uh, West Coast defeated the Bulldogs. I can understand why Will's taken an extra week off. Yep. Bad year for the Bulldogs. Bad year for the Bulldogs. Great year for West Coast. I mean, that Great forward line is dangerous. I, I went to school with uh, Kennedy. Oh, oh did not you? Kennedy, darling. 
the school, oh, really? darling. High school? Uh, yeah, a couple of years. He well, not drama of... school, clearly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, it was great. His yeah. Meisner technique yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, his well, mask this, work is fantastic. Were you guys in the same year? Um, no, he was two years below me. Right. Um, and he was a gun. Yeah, he right. He was a gun back then. He was about the same size. Well, Black he's... belt, taekwondo, you know, the whole... Right. The Super whole... alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd just get the ball in the midfield, run forward and kick a goal. Like every, yeah, you right. Know, it was just... He was because yeah. uh, he started with a bang and then sort of tapered off and then he this did. year has come back. Like, yeah, because like he had that, five years he had that shocking grand final yeah. where he he just two thousand and fifteen. But this year he's been incredible. He's like one of the best forwards in the game, and they've got know. two. I mean, this yeah, fuck. They've got two and Lacroix. I don't want. Ah, oh, yes, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's move on. Last game of last round was. Oh yes. Port Adelaide losing to a team you might be familiar with, mm. the Giants. The now, Giants. I watched about a quarter of this, and you guys seem to have it in the pocket from the get-go. It was pretty close game, actually. Was um, it really? We, we snuck out at the start, but they came back. Oh, they were that's within what a I goal. watched. Right. Um, and then um, we just sort of held them off. We played really intense in the first couple of quarters, and then... I think we ran out of energy, sort of slowed it down, kicked it up the yeah, line. Ran out, ran out of energy, fucking put the cue in the rack. All that sort of stuff. And then they sort of just came out and, you know, we kicked a few. few easy. Langdon kicked a, a nice goal at the end there and it was away. It's good to get wins in Adelaide. Oh, it's the best. And especially that Port, had, you're watching that Port Adelaide many. crowd get into you. Like, I used to hate Port Adelaide and then I have come around to them. In the Mark Williams era, I just didn't like them. They, mm. were, they had a bit of that West Coast... Uh, Worstfold era, same arrogance like the Treadray, Treadray, yeah, that Treadray era. I just was like, ugh. But I like Port. I don't want to see them fail. I just think that everyone wrote off GWS, what, ten rounds in, and now pretty much slowly creeping back yeah. into the equation. It would be awesome. I would love to see. Look, if Richmond don't win it which I feel like they will, but if Richmond are out of the equation, I would love to see GWS take on Collingwood and beat them. I feel Wouldn't like, it be oh man, great to that see... would be fantastic. I mean, for you, of course, yeah. but like, I just think for football in general, you know, to have the new boys beat like the biggest club in the AFL, but also just to fuck off all those Collingwood supporters. <laughs> yeah. would be amazing. Can you imagine? I, I, so did, much I did crime. sort of envisage it last year, kind of going to the Grand Final. I was in LA and I was like, oh, well, you know, what if I go to the Grand Final? Basically had tickets to go back and, you know, set it all up. And So what would happen? Like, do you, so you, do you, are you at a membership level at GWS that if they make the Grand Final, you'd be guaranteed a ticket? I think everyone is. Oh, because there's no, there's no <laughs> yeah, members. I don't think, yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think it'd be a problem. It's never been a it's problem. It's actually a good idea. Oh, that's right. Because people were buying GWS memberships to make they sure they got Grand Final tickets. To just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's, um, it's one of those things you will get into every game, prelims and whatnot. I, for years, out the front, they just hand people tickets, yeah. you know, to come in the door. But, um, yeah, it'd be interesting at a grand final having the Giants in because there's, there's just not that many of us. And probably still even playing, fewer of us that would... Are they still playing crowd noises? Crowd noises? <laughs> aren't, they doing, aren't they doing that? Playing crowd noises? No, I don't oh, no, I think it was when I went and saw the Giants-Saints last year and... I thought someone had brought horns to the game because I kept hearing like a trumpet or something after oh. goals. And then someone said, oh, no, that's pre-recorded. No. Don't know what that is. All right. Uh, we're almost at the end. We're going to do a little preview of next week's games. Thank you, Alex, for coming in. Not a problem. Uh, sorry for bumping you last week. Like I said, it had nothing to do with your expertise. Clearly, you've proven yourself to be a genuine AFL fan, one that I hope has made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be talking to you in five years' time and it's like GWS, uh, like Gold Coast in the toilet. It could happen. It's one of those things. I've accepted it. It could happen. Do, have you noticed anecdotally that the crowds have been getting bigger? The, the crowds have been getting bigger. Yeah, the crowds have been it's getting bigger. And, in, and the, in the members, it's pretty good. The banter's pretty good. Yeah. You know, like everyone's there that well, loves I do footy. know one other giant supporter, actually. When I, when I was working on Home and Away, one of the unit guys, he was a St Kilda supporter but had been living in Sydney for 15 years. Mm. And... Same thing as you. When GWS came in, it's just, well, I live here. I'm going to switch. Um, so he, you might see him at the footy. Yeah, probably seen a bunch of them. <laughs> there's not many of us. You yeah. know, we all hang out. There's a, there's a WhatsApp group. Well, I hope for your sake, it's been a wise decision. Okay, let's look ahead to this week's games. On Friday night, the Bombers take on the Swans at Etihad Stadium. Ooh. Good game. Ooh. I mean, the Swans will be licking their wounds. This is the kind of game that the Swans will win. Yeah. Because yeah, they think- shouldn't. Essendon, but Essendon, Essendon are looking be fast game, kind of better, and Swans. I mean, Swans have been playing well away, and they just can't play at home, right? Yeah, 
Uh, it'll be interesting. I think, I, pro- I think probably the Bombers will get that one. I'm going to pick the Swans. On Saturday afternoon, game of the round. Sold out, I believe, 95,000. They reckon tickets sold already. The Tigers take on the Pies. This, I can't wait. I reckon this is game of the year almost so far. Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, Grand final. I had someone on Facebook, so, you know, like a, a mother be like, I'm trying to get a ticket oh, to an I AFL know. game. I think we're friends with the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. Is it that hard to get? Yeah. Do I have to get a membership? I'm like, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's because it's the biggest I game of I the year. I had a mate just WhatsApp me today to say, does anyone want to go uh, grab a ticket to the, the, the Tigers and Pies? I'm like, mate, if you haven't got those tickets, <laughs> you ain't getting happening. into that game. Um, yeah, this will be a cracker. This, I don't know. I don't know. Love a draw. Fuck, I mean, I just reckon the Pies are going to win. I mean, who, who's the... You think the Pies are going to win? Well, who, well, who are the bigger MCG performers? Who's the, the bigger pies dog? Or... I think well, Richmond haven't lost in like a year and something. I know, time. but I mean, the thing is, the one thing counting against the Pies is their backs are so far from the wall. Although... Yeah. But it's a, new, relatively, it's a new Collingwood, so I think they're turning the wall. Relatively speaking... There's no wall. Relatively speaking, though... This is the biggest challenge they're facing for the year. Yeah. So relatively, their backs are closer to the wall than they've been all year. I just so think, maybe I think the wall is sand under their feet now, under Bucks's feet. God, I want Richmond to win, but I feel like this is the wall and that Collingwood would. I'm going to pick Collingwood. Okay, I'm going to go Richmond. Saturday afternoon, just twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes later, mm. Geelong Cats take on the Brisbane Lions. A GMHBA. Is that the Geelong? It must be Geelong's yeah. ground. Jeez, fuck. I would love to see Brisbane win this. In fact, they are going to win, and that's my <laughs> luck of the week. You get to see it live. I can't believe that's not a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just think Geelong are a bit flaky, and they've, they're, they're Cadinia Park, <laughs> Skilt Stadium, <laughs> hasn't been the fortress of previous years. I reckon, uh, I reckon Brisbane will snatch it back. I'm all about the Lions this year. Interesting. They've had a long run, I think. I don't want the Cats to win, but I think they will. Spotless Stadium. Your team, the GWS Giants, take mm-hmm. on my supposed team, the St. Mm-hmm. Kilda Saints at Spotless Stadium. Now, we're yeah. going to go to this game. This is an we interesting We worked out that, we're, that we can go to this. Because a lot of chat on the Facebook I mean, do you think we'll Giants have a hard group? time getting a ticket to this game, this <laughs> no, blockbuster? I think we'll be okay. Um, a lot of chat is that St. Kilda is one of our kind of boogie teams. Oh, yeah, it's true. Giants we beat you last year. Circles. We drew this year. Drew this year. Beat us Did last you say year. Boogie team? Boogie team. Bogey team. Bogey team. <laughs> Boogie team. Boogie team. You dance I've with. been watching too much NBA. Yeah. Boogie cousins. Um, Bogey team. Sorry. Bogey team. Yeah. Can't, can't cut that out. No, um, no, I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think we'll smash you. Yeah, no, so do I. I think we're, we're definitely in uh, playing the kids mode. I think the Giants are revving up pretty hard and want to win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will pick the Saints. And the, the match of the round after that, the Gold Coast Suns. Taking on Carlton. Carlton. Ugh. I mean, you'd have to pick the Suns, right, after last week's showing, but then they're the Suns. They might lose. <laughs> the, I mean, is it Metricon? Is it possible for two teams to lose this game? <laughs> They'll find a way. Carlton will find a way. Um, I'm going to pick the Suns. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Suns as well. And then Saturday night, the Crows take Is that on... a battle for the Spoon? How many wins have Gold Coast got? They've Let got me look at the ladder. Let's look at the ladder, hey? Uh, so on the bottom of the ladder is Carlton with one win. No, uh, Gold Coast have had four wins. Four. Yeah. Oh, my God. So St. Kilda are equal wins this year with fucking Gold Coast. Oh, that's going to feel good. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I mean, and we drew. if we hadn't drawn with you, we'd have five wins. Yeah, that draw was... Painful. Very painful. Painful. And we should have won that game. Anyway, let's not break over old coals. Um, <clears throat> on Sunday... Oh, no, we didn't talk about Adelaide-Melbourne, did we? No. Um, the uh, Jake Lever Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 it has to be Adelaide. Uh, I mean... I was going to say Melbourne. But, I think they're, really? they're going to come back in and learn from last week and come out a bit harder. Adelaide have not looked great. No, they haven't. And they almost lost to Brisbane. Year. I mean, Brisbane and have no been playing Walker? better. Did Tex Walker get suspended? Didn't no. see that one. Uh, look, I don't know anything about this game. To be honest, I don't have any interest in it. I'm going to pick Adelaide. Sure. I'm going to pick Melbourne. Have we picked one the same year? Uh, um, Sunday. Kangaroos take on the Eagles. At Bloodstone. Blundstone Arena. Uh, oh, who knows? 
I feel like this is the kind of game North will win. Ben Brown will kick six. They shouldn't because they're not as good. But I don't know. Western, you're a Western Australian. What would it be like flying all that way to a cold Tasmanian stadium? It's a long way. Yeah, it's, it's cold. You guys flight. don't like the we cold. We don't like cold. We don't like the cold at all. I'm I still north. think they're going to win. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say West Coast win that and Lacroix will kick three. Sunday afternoon, the Western Bulldogs take on Port Adelaide at Mars. On Mars, the planet Mars. <laughs> The uh, Red Giant, the God of War. Where is Mars Stadium? I don't know. Is it the one in Canberra? Manica? No, 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 they don't play there. We play there. Okay. Mars. Well, let's just say they're playing on the planet Mars. Okay, sure. Uh, Zero G. Uh, this will be, be interesting because this hangers. could really hurt Port Adelaide, but I think they're they not will win. Bulldogs are in the same fucking basket as St Kilda at the moment. They're just limping towards the finish line. Yeah, they really have fallen off. Port Adelaide. And then the final match of the round is Frio taking on the Hawks uh, in Penis. No, not Penis Stadium anymore. No. It was last year. Optus Stadium. It looks good, Optus Stadium. I I'd haven't been in there go. yet. No. I'd... But I, from the outside. There was talk. I was there, there, there was mention somewhere along the line. Western Australian Tourism got in touch saying, hey, would you like to come out to see a game in Western Australia and we'll take oh, you to the stadium? Amazing. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then mm, they, Just... must have, they must have heard the podcast. <laughs> no, they, must, they must have. All they do is bag out West Coast yeah. and talk about Fife's No, we Oh, we haven't talked about oh, Fife's life. Actually, before Fife's we go, life. let's just do a quick little mailbag segment. So I'm, I'm picking Fremantle in that game. Sure. I am as well. Hawthorne to... Um, I like Fremantle. I like it when Fremantle are up and about. We'll finish on this because it uh, relates to Western Australia. Uh, Hey, guys. Mike Hal. Got some whispers from the West. Mm. I work with... hmm, Should I say? I mean, he said it, but should I say it? Uh, Yeah. I work with Jonathan Giles, former ruck for GWS. Oh, yeah. Essendon, Port Adelaide, preseason only, and West Coast Eagles. He's also currently the West Coast Eagles ruck coach. So I asked him about Sox, considering his experience with multiple clubs. And he said, all of them are the same. At the end of the game, the players throw them in a pile along with their jerseys and their shorts. At lower levels, like the waffle, etc., they would take the shorts and socks home to wash. He said that in general, there are two sizes of socks depending on height, but the property stewards are onto it and make sure every player has their correct kit. Also, when flying interstate, they take the dirty socks with them. Because most of the time, the flight is like two hours after the game, so not enough time to do a wash there. Who takes them the on the flight? The steward, steward, I imagine. Okay, so the question is, who... So, if there are two sizes uh, of socks... Look, we've come into the show. Are you about to like blow the lid off <laughs> another sock? No, because we don't have time. I'm just saying, there's two sizes of socks. Yeah. Are you getting someone else's socks the following yes. week? You are. Does that gross you out? Well, I don't know, because in, in the theatre, yes. I think you they do a little little name tag on the sock right all the socks go into the same basket but you always get your same socks back it's an interesting point they just do a little thing on the inside so they know and his socks yeah. that are yeah yeah every show I've ever worked on like they you get your own you socks get your own socks mm. Mm, bloody hell this thing no, man. it's a rabbit hole we can't go <laughs> we down can't this, do this. Uh, thank you Josh for getting in touch oh he's a little footnote as well finally I'm also doing an NBA I have a class with Nat Fife oh uh, net life. He definitely has glasses. However, they spend most of the time on his head and not on his face. Oh, he's gone for that. Uh, who's that? <laughs> Fashion specs. Like the guy, the, uh, the Mar- designer. Mar- uh, Morrissey? No. 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 Oh, everyone's going to be saying. Not Morrissey. I've got no idea. Peter Alexander. No, Alexander. Peter. Oh, bugger. He's What's bald. Man, he's we got the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone. Yeah, knows fashion guy, guy with yeah, glasses yeah. on his head. Not Morrissey. I don't know, mate. No. Anyway, that's not him. Great Alex, way to finish. Alex. Perry. Perry, Perry. There we go. There you should is. know that. He's only bloody Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Uh, good luck to GWS for the rest of the season. Thank you very Not much. Not this weekend, but uh, after that, I hope they <laughs> win a, a play. Now, you know we sign off the show. We have a little catchphrase. Is there a cliched AFL uh, phrase that you'd like to throw in at the end? Have you got one in your mind? Um, think about it. I'm going to throw to you any second now. Sure. Have you sure, got one? Sure. Yeah, go. Play on, not 15. Within the protected zone. We are two guys, one car.